Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, I'm disturbed by the growing uh, trend toward authoritarian government and thinking, uh, we don't need a constitution. We need We need somebody strong that does the right thing. And this is a bipartisan problem, as you're about to learn. Of course, if you take in corporate media, it's only Trump and Trump fans that are authoritarians or want to do away with democracy or whatever. So this was a survey done in the United States. This was actually tweeted out by, dang it, did I grab his name? Because I thought I remembered. Oh, David Shore. We've talked a lot lot about him in recent weeks. He's a brainiac guru, political science dude who is a Democrat and wants to get Democrats elected, but has been releasing a whole bunch of information uh, in recent months. It's pretty damned interesting. He is n- not for the woke crowd, I would say. And, um, well, I don't want to get off on him. It's interesting on its own. But So he w- he tweeted this out yesterday, talking about the, the growing love of authoritarian governments. And the the question posed in this survey was, I'm going to describe various types of political systems and ask what you think about each as a way of governing this country. For each one, would you say it is a very good, fairly good, fairly bad, or very uh, bad way of governing the country? And this particular question was, having a strong leader who does not have to bother with Congress and elections. As a system of government, would you say that's very good, fairly good, fairly bad, very bad? In terms of governing the country. Again, I want to make sure everybody understands this. 
And the statement was having a strong leader who does not have to bother with Congress and elections. Is one of the choices so effing bad I can't even convey to you how bad it is? Well, for somebody of your age and education, it's more likely that you would say that. As education goes up and um, age goes up, it's more likely that you think that's a terrible idea. But let me tell you, for the general population that has a high school degree, 17% very good, 37% fairly good, for a total of 55%? Uh Uh-oh who think that's very good or fairly good, to have somebody in charge who doesn't have to check with anybody else. They just get to do what they want. The majority. Uh, I'm reminded of the the truism that we don't have a democracy, we have a constitutional republic, the idea of the Constitution to protect you from the majority. For less than a high school education, and I don't know how many voters have less than a high school education, but for that crowd, um, it is 61%. Very good or fairly good idea. Some college, it's still at 36%, and then it goes down quite a bit as you get up to advanced degrees. Then for, uh, if you break it down by color, it's pretty interesting. There's a lot more non-white people that like that idea than white people. Hmm. As a matter of fact, if you look at less than a high school degree for the non-white crowd... It's 22% very good, 43% fairly good. Wow. So two-thirds think, yeah, and again, let me read that statement in case you weren't paying attention. Having a strong leader who does not have to bother with Congress in elections. So not, you know, they don't not even to... have to be elected anymore. You just get to stay in power, I guess, and do whatever you want. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how people are interpreting that. Hammer through whatever laws you see fit and enforce them. Now, it drops off for the, for the non-white crowd and the white crowd. It drops off a lot as you go up in education. But it's that's pretty damn troubling. Yeah, I would like to slice and dice those numbers further if I had the raw data. I mean, I'm curious uh, to what extent are the non-white people, so-called, who... Um, are soft on totalitarianism, are they from systems like that? It's what they're used to. How many are Venezuelans, uh, for instance? A lot of people flee in Venezuela, and, yeah, they might think the strong man is kind of an effective way to go because they're not, they're not hip to the way a constitutional republic like ours w- works and why it's so great, even as it's so frustrating. Yeah, so, again, the, less, the high, school, high school education or less, it is majority win for that kind of government. And for uh, non-white high school or less, it's easy majority when it's two-thirds. And you've got a number of people who are very educated out there in the Twitter world or on talk radio in some cases. They're very educated people who are also saying on the right and the left, this whole Constitution's getting in the way. Uh, the other side is abusing it. They're not following the rules, so no more Constitution. Well... Saying the Constitution's getting in the way, we don't need to follow that anymore, is basically that kind of government, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I think there are a couple of things at work here. Tell me if you buy these. All right, number one, the frustrations of our system are, are apparent, and our, our awful politics, our crappy politics. Um, and so I get people 
yearning for something simpler and more effective. They haven't heard Churchill's famous saying that democracy is the worst form of government except all others that have ever been tried. I was about uh, to bring that up, and you kind of you yada 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 it a little bit. I was just thinking they sh- that should be an that should be said at the beginning of every high school course. I don't care yeah. if it's gym class or art class. Everybody <laughs> should know that. And if anybody does, anybody not understand that? Okay, we've got a special class uh, after school where we can explain that to you because everybody should understand that it's been tried all these other ways. And they're a disaster. You end up in prison or dead. Right, exactly. By the millions, by the tens of millions. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that that's uh, the first part of it. And, uh, frankly, you have to be exposed to a certain number of ideas to start to be able to compare them, uh, particularly politically. Um, and that doesn't take a formal education. I mean, Lincoln famously, uh, you know, educating himself. Uh, the second thing that's going on is as you look at those numbers, that's a hell of a lot of people um, who are a ready market for being told, you're right, we need a strong man. You're right. And you can sell a lot of commercials and T-shirts and, and bumper stickers and hats or whatever to those people if you if you pander to their worst impulses or their ignorance. So you have a lot of that in, in cable news and talk radio, whatever. So what what would what would cause the non-white numbers to be so high? The perception that because um, you look at a house, well, that doesn't work. What? Remember, we did this a couple of weeks ago where they'd broken down average household incomes by all the different um, ethnicities, skin color, whatever you want to call it. And at the very top, it was Asians, Indians, a bunch of different groups before you got down to just plain white. But mm-hmm. the overall narrative that people of color make less money, so is that just then, okay, so then I want a strong man or woman who doesn't have to answer to anybody and doesn't have to go through elections? Somehow that's going to make things more fair? For the non-white crowd, even when you get up to some college, didn't graduate college, but have some college, it's 42% think it's a very good or fairly good idea to have somebody yeah. that doesn't need to be elected and doesn't need to answer to the people. Yeah, well, as usual, slicing and dicing by race or color, <clears throat> excuse me, skin color is just so unhelpful. I mean, because I mentioned Venezuelan people, and maybe they're sympathetic to the strong man. Maybe they're the opposite. I have a handful of friends who are from Cuban-American families uh, with various uh, ones, the first generation, ones, the second generation uh, and on. They are militantly pro-American, militantly pro-Constitution, and militantly anti-communist, anti-strongman. So how do they compare with a Mexican to a Venezuelan to a Spaniard to an El Salvadoran? I mean, it's utterly unhelpful. Black people, are they immigrants from Africa? Are they uh, uh, African-Americans who grew up here? They're four generations deep. I just I don't find those numbers very helpful. I just think it's 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 kind of interesting but you can't parse it oh i remember that uh, that that list of ethnicities and household income and it broke it down to um to japanese american uh, indian american chinese american korean american uh, you know sri lankan american just on and on and on and there's just so many differences i mean eh, i i think the thing you really need to concentrate on is wow we have a hell of a lot of people living in this country who don't understand the horrors of totalitarianism, and we probably ought to quit being so lazy about explaining the joys of liberty and start educating our kids. Of course, there's no time to educate them on that because they're educated that boys are girls and girls are boys and all white people are evil. 
Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Point of personal privilege. Don't get brazen with me. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, Tim Sandifer, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, uh, and um, an out and proud will talk to you about it for an hour if you ask him atheist retweeted this from a guy named ron Lindsay, who uh, uh is a philosopher lawyer atheist himself this guy uh wrote major drop in bible reading in the u.s and he quotes something that i'll read from in a second a few years ago i would have cheered this unqualifiedly a drop in bible reading now i think many will just substitute some other texts as unimpeachable sources of wisdom like how to be an anti-racist or the mutterings of Q. And that gets to this idea that human beings are built to believe in some sort of higher power, and it would seem that some people are substituting their, um, what would have traditionally been, you know, one of your Muslim, Jewish, Christian gods, God, there's only one, um, uh, for some of these uh, climate change or anti-racism or whatever the hell. We're, just, we're built to believe in some sort of cause like that, and people have adopted this stuff, and it's not going necessarily the direction a lot of atheists might have thought. I thought that was an interesting thing from a guy. I would have cheered this years ago. Now I think people are going to substitute crap for it. I congratulate him on his newly acquired wisdom to go with his obvious intelligence. They're different things. Yeah, he's referring to this American Bible Society survey that found an unprecedented drop in Bible reading. I would need to see several years of data before I'd be willing to believe that 
all of a sudden in one year, 15% less people are reading the Bible on a regular basis. I just find that hard to believe. Agreed, yeah. Um, and there's all kinds of outliers and stats on that. But it gets into the percentage of people that read the Bible on a regular basis. After reaching a high of 53% in 2014, the share of Bible users among the U.S. population has remained steady between 48% and 51%. I bring that up mostly to think, would you gather from taking in all of mainstream media and our politics that half of Americans are regular Bible readers? Oh, absolutely not. Of course not. No, it's a weird little uh, cabal of twelve percent of us, maybe. Yeah, and a ten, you know, ten percent of the weirdos in America do it. Not half of Americans, or over half at various mm-hmm. times over the last decade. Now, this claims it's dropped in just the last year to like thirty-eight percent. And again, I find a, a drop that large all of a sudden to be hard to imagine. But it reminds me of a YouTube video I saw the other day with Jordan Peterson on it. He's the clinical psychologist. Joe Rogan kind of made him famous on his podcast. And now, you know, watch his videos if you want. Every, any utterings of Jordan Peterson, five million people watch in the first hour. He's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about the way biblical wisdom has been presented to people over the years or or the way we receive it or whatever. And I was thinking about... In, in 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 my youth, or even rules from your parents, even if it's not coming from your church, if it's just coming from your parents, I need to do a better job of a parent. This is why it struck me to make it clear the reasons behind some of the rules that you lay out. It's very easy to come out of the world of religion thinking you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. They've got all these rules, and it's it's just like... You know, rules for a club, like you have to wear a red hat and you're not allowed to paint your mailbox brown or any of these, you know, arbitrary things that people come up with. No, the reason for this is your marriage will be better. You're less likely to, uh, to, 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 to die. You're more likely to have a promising career. I mean, that's the reasons for it. And, and I, I do think that a lot of morality is is put upon us in a way that it just seems like they're kind of arbitrary rules to see if we'll follow rules as opposed to, no, 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 the reason we're telling you this is your life will be better if you do this. Yeah, I would agree. I think sometimes it's a, there's a bit of the because I told you so uh, behind the rules that are actually the accumulated wisdom of the entire history of mankind. Exactly, exactly. The wisdom books or proverbs are just like, do all these things and your life will turn out better more likely than not. It's not, and, and the lives of those around you as well. You know, for instance, the laws on marital morality and the rest of it have to do with your children to sure. a large extent. I know not every marriage produces children these days. But, but if you want to look at uh, look at it as don't do it because it'll make God unhappy. Okay, you can, but it also will just make your life better if you don't cheat on your spouse. If you you know if you're if you're if you're kind to people. If you uh, you know get a job and support yourself. All these different things. I wonder if there's any way we could change the 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 way we talk about various rules. You know, it's the thing that we over we we regularly mention that whatever they are, uh, don't have a baby until you're married. Um, you know, graduate finish high school, finish right, high school, yeah. just those three things. They're not because they please God. It's because your life is way more likely to turn out. Okay. If you do those things, mm-hmm. 
And there seems to be a real hesitation to do that sort of uh, explaining in the modern world. I mean, shouldn't those rules about how to have a happy and non-miserable life be on everybody's lips all the time in America? You would think so. And yet they're not. I think I guess it's seen as you know telling people what to do or no no just, finish high just, school get married before you have a kid and uh, what's the other one I can't remember don't take any wooden nickel <laughs> you know I uh, remember what I gave myself for my birthday for my birthday I gave myself transcendental meditation well that's right yeah so uh, it's something uh, you you don't have to do this you don't have to do anything but I signed up for a transcendental meditation clinic or camper i don't know whatever you'd call it anyway i'm doing it four days in a row because of covid some of it is zoom instead of in person like it normally is um but i'm about halfway through it and i started it over the weekend and so far it's a pretty promising result i gotta say i've not had any success with meditation in the past in my life i've found it to be a miserable experience like Mm. miserable experience and that's uh, one of the things that people like about transcendental meditation. And I think I mentioned this that I got onto it. Check out the video of Jerry Seinfeld talking about it. He was interviewed for about it for an hour. He's been doing it for forty years. Wow! And swears by it. And uh, and I have a number of friends, like people I actually know, who swear by it too. Who do it regularly. And I thought I'll check it out. And so far, at least at least it's it's easy. It's effortless and it's not miserable like other meditation has been for me in the past. But is it transcendent? Well, that's what you're hoping for, right? Mm. I'm only halfway through the clinic. How would I know yet? I'll tell you when I know. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. 
From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Anyway, if you're into the whole China protesting uh, zero COVID thing, I suggested yesterday that Gordon Chang is a pretty good follow on Twitter. His Twitter handle is uh, at Gordon G. Chang. But so here's one of uh, a couple of tweets that that got my attention the other day. uh, China is on the verge of descending into chaos. And this the anger in China shows that China is a fundamentally unstable society and will remain so whatever happens in the coming weeks. So regardless of whether this gets put down, it ain't going away, the instability. And we thought we would talk about that. Indeed, Gordon Chang joins us. He's an author and a columnist and an excellent follow on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm fine, and thank you so much. You betcha. In what sense is China on the verge of descending into chaos, and why is the instability going to continue even if these protests are put down? Because what we see is a fundamental contest between the Chinese people and the communist superstate. Um, the communists, um, they came to power in 1949, even though they were had a far weaker army than Chiang Kai-shek's nationalists, because the nationalists had lost people's hearts, as a famous Chinese historian said. Well, now, 70 years later, it's the communists that have lost people's hearts. And yes, um, Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, can imprison, he can intimidate, he can um, do all sorts of things, but he can't win hearts and minds. And so right now, I think that we're going to see a series of protests over probably an extended period, months, maybe years. But this is a contest that the Communist Party ultimately cannot win. Yeah, but one of the other factors in, you know, that you have to include in assessing whether a regime can continue or whether the will of the people will overcome is the ability of that regime to enforce its will and china as a totalitarian state is pretty darn good at it i mean they have astounding technology at their disposal yeah they have the world's best technology and they can thank american companies for supplying it but that's another story Um, But all the technology in the world um, doesn't really do you very much good in the end. Yes, in the short term, it can get people to, it can intimidate people. But ultimately, though, we have seen the anger. And I think that if you look at what happened Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's really instructive. Because there was no leaders, no organization, there was no coordination. But people, in response to the fire in Urumqi, across China north south east west took to the streets just out of anger because the resentment there has been building up for years certainly it's exacerbated by the COVID lockdowns and people understand that um the communist party is the root of their problems you know unlike 1989 where there were demonstrations across china 371 cities including the capital beijing um, people didn't call for the Communist Party to step down uh, or to be overturned. What we heard over the weekend, though, was people immediately jumping to the conclusion that they had to get rid of Xi Jinping and they had to get rid of the Communist Party. So I'm looking at your one of your latest tweets. You've got this picture of this new quarantine camp that they've built that will hold a quarter of a million people, and it's a stunning picture. I mean, it's like... 
it was a it's a movie set made for you know an Orwell book. It's just absolutely incredible. But so when you say China descending into chaos, what does that look like? If if the communist regime would fall, what what does this look like? It's you know it's a nuclear power. It's the second biggest economy in the world. Somebody's got to run the place. Yeah, someone's got to run the place, but the people who are running the place have the wrong idea. You know, those quarantine camps that you referred to, and they're all across China, um, which is a real indication that the Communist Party has given up on trying to control the disease um, and trying to treat people. What they're really trying to do is imprison them. And that shows a fundamental weakness um, as well as a strength. Yes, of course, they've got the resources now to build it. But I don't think they can continue with this for very long, especially because these COVID lockdowns are exacerbating their fundamental economic problems, which have to do with debt. So right now, China is, from an economic point of view, in a world of hurt. Because we've got to remember that this internal surveillance system, although it is the world's most effective, is also the world's most expensive. Hmm. Gordon Chang is on the line. Uh, Gordon, what do you suppose is going through Xi Jinping's mind right now as he was just coronated leader for life, essentially, and uh, is now facing the greatest instability of his uh, his tenure? And, and the COVID thing is not going to get better. Uh, what, do you th- what do you think he's uh, thinking? He's probably thinking, is there any place in the world that he can flee to? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, Xi Jinping, I think, he has this view of, and he's a, he's a die in the hard malice from all we can tell. So he probably is stunned by the defiance of the Chinese people. Uh, as Mao was stunned um, throughout his tenure at the top of the party. Um, and I'm sure Xi Jinping is thinking about how he can um, coerce people, how he can, you know, put them in prisons and the rest of it. But we got to remember that even when um, he received his unprecedented third term last month at the Communist Party's 20th National Congress, it was evident even then that although he had cemented his rule over the party, the party was losing its grip over society because the first big protests since then were not the ones over the fire in Urumuchi over the weekend. They were at that Zhengzhou plant um, run by Foxconn, the Taiwanese contract manufacturer, makes half the world's, or more than half the world's iPhones. We saw really stunning developments at that iPhone factory. And that was just sort of a warning that these protests were going to go nationwide, which, in fact, they did. Is it fair to say the Communist Chinese Party is the greatest threat to humanity on the planet? Well, yes, it is. Um, And I'll give you just one example. As of now, we're talking 6.6 million people have died from COVID-19 outside China. And this is a disease that should have never left China. Chinese leaders, we don't know the origins of SARS-CoV-2. I think it was manufactured in the lab, but we don't have 100% visibility into that. We do have 100% visibility, though, that Chinese leaders spread that disease intentionally by lying about contagiousness. They knew this was highly transmissible human to human, but they told the world it was not. And while they were locking down their own country, they were pressuring other countries to take arrivals from China without travel restrictions or quarantines. So these are 6.6 million people who should be living today. And when you think about it, this is the first time in history that one nation has attacked all the others. That, to me, is a threat to humanity, especially because we know from Chinese military researchers and their publications 
that they're now developing what they call specific ethnic genetic attacks. In other words, pathogens that will leave the Chinese immune but kill everybody else. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the next disease coming from China, I, I hope, is just natural, but it could very well be a civilization killer. So just to, to clarify, you don't believe that the spread of COVID, the uh, the denial of the origin, the uh, denying the WHO access to any of the genetic uh, blueprints or whatever the proper term is, you, you think that was a deliberate act of aggression as opposed to classic communist covering your butt? Well, it was covering butt, but also we know that um, they did lie about contagiousness, and that's not covering yeah. butt. That is, they had to know that when they were telling the U.S. CDC, when they were telling the World Health Organization, when they were telling everyone, don't worry about this, you don't need to take protections because this disease is not transmissible. And they knew inside their own country it was spreading like wildfire. That is not butt covering. That is, uh, that is taking actions that would inevitably lead to the death of people. And because there was no justification for that, the intentional taking of life without justification is murder. They've murdered 1,079,000 Americans as of yesterday. And we haven't even started talking about fentanyl yet. Fentanyl, which is uh, the Communist Party, wants spread to the United States because they protect the fentanyl gangs. They know exactly what's going on. Chinese state banks launder the proceeds of fentanyl sales. So we should consider, for instance, the 77,000 Americans last year who died from overdoses of illegal fentanyl. Those also were intentional taking of life without justification. Well, right. And as we often point out on this show, since so many of those people died with no idea that they were taking fentanyl, it's a poisoning more than it is an overdose. I mean, they were given a substance they didn't want, uh, but uh, well described. Gordon Chang is a terrific follow on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, it's always enlightening. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Man, so much there. Uh... Wow, that ending was a blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, where do you want to start? Yeah, that's that's the world has not done a good job of making it clear the role China played in six some million people dead from this disease and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars spent and the education and all the other stuff just has not done a good job of holding China to account for this, partially because they're so powerful uh, monetarily. Right, there's that. And, you know, I might as well sit around wishing I was a foot taller or or whatever. But um, if uh, not Donald Trump had been in the White House Mm. during the the height of the pandemic um, and the most powerful media apparati in the world the American media, weren't so dedicated to making everything about Trump, um, how much more scrutiny would have fallen on China? I mean, you people in the mainstream media are are ideological to the point that it's made you insane. You cannot, you cannot understand reality when it's put in front of you. So, anyway. Uh, so, moving past that, though, he is more pessimistic about the future of the communist party than than virtually all of the other analysis i've read right 
on the current uh, chapter of things. We can get into that more down the road, but um, they are unquestionably facing some terrible challenges right now, but they have a very good history of knowing when to tighten the uh, the grip and when to loosen the grip, when to liberalize, to disperse a lot of the anger. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my Armstrong and Getty Show. I've got three stats. One, all interesting. One doesn't matter at all. One kind of matters. One matters a great deal. I can start with the one that doesn't matter at all. Okay. If you don't follow the National Football League, the most popular television show in America, they play 16 games per season. They are 11 games into the season, so they're well over the half, halfway mark. I don't know I if think this they is... play 18 games now, don't they? Do they? 17 or 18, yeah. Yeah. yeah How many games do they game. play? 18 games. There's 18 weeks, and you have your uh, oh, I know one bye. But, but so there are 17 games now? They yeah, added 17 game? games, Okay, yes. so 17 games. I did not know that. Anyway, we're still over the halfway mark. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, with Tom Brady's team, they are in first place in their division at 5-6. and six. That is an amazing statistic. <laughs> that is a Damn. sucky, suck, sucky division. That's I what that is. I don't recall any team being first place this late in the season with a record like that. But anyway, um, that stat doesn't matter at all. This stat kind of matters, but is worth remembering. I've mentioned it many times, but I want to mention it again because freaking Twitter comes up every single day in the news, mostly because the media is freaking out over the fact that Elon Musk owns it now and they're acting like the world's coming to an end. Remember that less than 50 million adults are on Twitter at all in a country of 340 million people. 50 million are on at all. Only 6% of those Twitter users account for 73% of the tweets, which means that fewer than 1% of Americans are frequently weighing in about politics on the platform and running the discussion. 1% of Americans. So keep that in mind when anybody's freaking out one way or the other about Twitter. The percentage of Beltway and or Manhattan journalists who are uh, Twitterites is 90%. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 at least. Uh, now, this statistic that matters a lot and I found quite astounding. We've, we've talked a great deal about the falling birth rate and how it is a, a crisis. I don't know what you do with it. I mean, the whole welfare state is contingent upon a growing population and adding more workers to prop it up. And we ain't going to add more workers at all because we're currently at 2.1 live births per woman, which is just barely sustain your population rate. As recently as 2007, it was 2.7 live births per woman. It was recently in 2007, so it's gone wow. from 2.7 to 2.1 that amount of time. How would that be? Well, uh, people are having less babies. People are getting married less. People are getting into relationships less. This is the latest Pew survey on this. Over a third, 35% of never-married single men and 37% of never-married single women, practically 40%, have never been in a committed relationship. Wow. Now, they don't know what those numbers are going back because they never used to ask it because you wouldn't, because obviously you've been in a relationship. Everybody's been in a relationship that's what you do. That's that's what that's what everybody's trying to do. Not that long ago. <laughs> well, unless you're in the truly unfortunate, uh, very small uh, minority of people at the fringes. Sure, but but for most people, no. 
when when I was when I was younger, the idea of anybody that had never been in a committed relationship, what? That would have been crazy. Past the age of like twenty two right. would have been crazy. But now, thirty five percent of never married single men, thirty seven percent of never married single women have never been in a committed relationship. Well, that's not going to lead to a lot of kids. Wow. And the pace of the change has been just mind-blowing. Right, and I would assume that number's going up. Wouldn't yes. you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. For all the reasons that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Wow, that's just astonishing. That is, that is, yeah. There yeah. is no impulse more fundamental than coupling other than needing food, water, and oxygen. Yeah, and it was like the most, it was, it was the number one thing on everybody's mind my entire young life. And you can't tell me, you cannot tell me. Well, you could tell me, but I wouldn't believe you. You can't tell me that's all societal. It's all cultural. That's because you grew up in a society that told you you should. No, I wanted a girlfriend bad. <laughs> and it wasn't to fit into societal norms. Well, that's because Trust there me. wasn't anything to do back then or where you lived. That Please. doesn't. That's not true either. Or if you're choosing, I'm so busy, it about killed me. Or if you're choosing going out to eat and uh, concerts over what makes life worth living, I think you're making a poor choice. But, uh, yeah, that is that's a, an astounding change in a beast and the way it lives. Like you always say, if if any animal on Earth stopped coupling and, and having offspring, there'd be a panic among environmentalists. Oh my God, what is going on? But that is what's happening with human beings in developed nations. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting to observe. Shocking. It's disturbing. Although, you know, what what comforts me when I observe this stuff is I think there are, speaking of beasts in the animal kingdom, I think there's something at work here that is probably meant to be. Although the, the technological aspect of it is something that's brand new. But if you study, you know, biology at all, uh, environmental systems, whatever, if there's an overpopulation of a particular beast, nature adjusts right through disease or starvation or predation or whatever. Which is why you can't. Uh, you got to be very careful about removing apex predators. We've figured out in the Western United States. Don't call, kill off the damn mountain lions and and bears, or you're going to have an explosion of the things they eat, and that'll lead to terrible problems. But anyway, uh, but with humans. I almost never see bears on social media, for instance. So I doubt bears are saying, you know, I could get with a lady bear and then go hibernate, but why don't I play video games instead? Uh, so that's, that's, it's a twist that is impossible, I think, is impossible to compare to any other phenomenon. Yeah. If you have an explanation, text line is 415-295-KFTC. But it gets beyond the, the conversation we've been having in the past about people not having kids because then, you can always make the argument, well, housing is too expensive, or raising a kid costs a half a million dollars, or whatever it is. This has got sure. nothing to do with it. This is not saying you got to have a kid. It's just like having a boyfriend or girlfriend, and people aren't anymore. Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 